Hey guys, I'm Sydney. And I'm Christian. I do. You don't? Hey guys, quick trigger warning for this episode. We do talk about some heavier subjects like SH and SA. So if you're not comfortable with that or it would be triggering for you to listen to that, please don't listen to this episode. We have other episodes and we will continue to have other episodes that you can listen to. If you have any concerns, just DM me on Twitter at NotSydneyLOL and I will do my best to accommodate everybody as much as I can. Thank you and enjoy the episode. Hey guys, welcome back and we're just going to get right into it. Got anything to say about this week? Not too much. I'm working a lot. It's the weekend. I'm working overnight. Still doing things during the day. Rough. Pretty tired. <laughs> I mean, we went and did. I worked Friday from 7, 8 a.m. 8 a.m. To yeah. about 5 p.m. And then I was off until 10 p.m. <laughs> and then I got back off at 4 in the morning. So. And then right back up at 8 a.m. Yep. For a day of just nonsense. Shopping that didn't go well. Trying to donate plasma that didn't go well. Did you know? So I go to donate plasma because, first of all, I don't mind needles. So I feel like I'm probably the best candidate to donate plasma because I'll just give blood all day long. Whatever. And last time I went to donate plasma, they were like, okay, you can't because your veins are inadequate. Um, Try drinking more water. And I was like, great. So this time I chugged water like crazy. And I get there and they were like, oh, well, last time your veins were inadequate. Let's check them again. So they check them, and they're like, oh, perfect. Your veins are phenomenal. I'm like, great. This is going so well. I'm going to do it this time. And then they're like, okay, now let's start, like, you know, your blood pressure, your temperature, your vitals, and stuff like that. But then they also have to do the finger prick to determine if your blood is an eligible candidate, whatever. So they check my hematocrit levels, which is basically your iron levels in your blood. And mine is a 37 today. In order to donate, your hematocrit level has to be 38. Such a shame. (laughs) So we went there for nothing. They would not let me donate because I'm not safe to donate. Which is dumb. We spent uh, the better part of two hours just roaming around the mall. Yep, we did. Because we were supposed to be with my mom. You know, two hours later. Right. But we, we should have been at the plasma center donating for those two hours. However, life just keeps punching you sometimes. And even when you try to do a good thing, it's like, no, you won't be doing that today. So. So we uh, entertained ourselves by going to Duncan. Yep. And that was horrible. Horrible experience. We spent half an hour there to get horrible coffee. It was disgusting. Flavor was bad. I got the iced caramel craze latte. Would not recommend. I'm sure they have great coffee if you actually know where you're supposed to get at Dunkin', but I've never been there before, so I just tried something, and it was gross. So I mean, first time there. Yeah. You know, maybe it's just I that feel like Dunkin'. I feel like I'm a Starbucks bitch, though. You are. So it's really hard for me to branch out to other coffee shops. Do you- like, I'll drink Big B, but I don't like like the aftertaste of Big B. I mean, you, you're, your aesthetic screams Starbucks. Absolutely. I mean, your car has... A bunch of pink accessories in it. Yep. I mean, you were wearing, like, basic... Like, white girl fall. Yeah, 100%. So, I mean, it is it is what it is. It was just... just the day been, was all right. It's been a long day. My brows looked great, so we'll just ride that high for as long as I can. That's what it takes. <laughs> okay, so last time we talked about our past with social media, 
and it was pretty obvious that our lives were very different. Yeah, shockingly. Today we want to talk about our different high school experiences. So I graduated eight years ago. And I graduated seven years ago. And we think it'd be interesting to discuss just how different our lives were. So Christian, how would you describe your high school experience? So high school for me, personally, I mean, it was a great time. I hung out with my friends all the time. I did the sports that I wanted to do. Being in school, like, in general, having to go through the classes, they weren't hard. They weren't easy. Like, it was a good time. Mm -hmm. Nothing was ever bad, really. I mean, it was school as a teenager. So, I mean, in general, you're going to be bored. But, sure. I mean, <laughs> I feel like that was already a, I wasn't bored ever in school. But I love school. We'll get to that. Yeah. Yeah. I didn't hate school. It was just some classes were, like, not as entertaining. Yeah. I, I love history. Not everybody's cup of tea. But, like, I took every single history elective possible except for LMUN. Mainly because... Oh, I you would have thrived. I didn't want to go on that stupid trip. Oh, but it was so fun. I've heard you explain some of the some of the details from that trip before, and I don't think I would have had a good time. I'm not going to lie to you. It really? sounded horrible. I loved it. No, I don't think I would have had a good time. But I took every other history elective to the point where I didn't even have to really bother trying in those classes. Yeah. And I just was there, and I got full... Like, A, A plus marks on all of them. So, I mean, my original goal was to become a, high, or a history teacher. Yeah. And then that uh, that clearly changed. I mean, there's still time. Yeah. We're young. We're 26. Yeah, we'll see. I, it probably won't happen. <laughs> okay. Going to school, again, doesn't sound like a good time as an adult. I guess. Because I have so many other things to do. Back then, it was like, okay, I go to school, I finish what I got to do, go do my sports, go home, play video games, rinse, repeat. True. I mean, nowadays, like, I barely have time to live. I'm so busy. I mean, facts. Yeah. I mean, I'm sure you could do, like, online courses and get, like, half of it all the way at least. I could probably do online courses and yeah. do some of it. Yeah. It would just really depend. I know that, like, for teaching, you have to go. Well, yeah, you have to be a student teacher. Yeah. And yeah. I, I don't have time for that. That's I true. work Monday through Friday. I mean, yeah. So, I mean, literally, I work Monday through Friday during school hours. Yeah. So, I would have to not be at work. But that's different. In terms of, like, actual high school... I liked the teachers. Okay. There was only ever maybe a couple of teachers that didn't necessarily agree with me. I, I don't dislike them. I, and I see them every once in a while now out and about as an adult. And I, I mean, I'll say hi because I don't dislike them as a person. I didn't necessarily agree with some of their choices back when I was in school. Or their teaching methods, maybe? Yeah, more. I would say more of the teaching method, I guess. Yeah. I, I'm very quick about learning certain things depending on how it was back then. I will say my brain isn't exactly uh, at peak performance anymore, <laughs> but back then it was it was fairly easy for me to memorize things. Okay. So if I got given you know a, a mock up of the test the day before, easy. A hundred percent of that test every time. Yeah. Like there was no way I was going to fail it. I, I was just given a fake version of it the day before. Yeah. But if you were the kind of teacher that was like, I need you to actually study the book and memorize word for word the book so that I can change the words up and make you figure it out, I wasn't going to go as well for me. I, I mean, I still did well, but... I didn't. I couldn't focus on reading the book, ever. That My focus sense. was just not there. But I just, like, looked in the book and was like, got it. Yeah, I don't... I couldn't have done that. I, I did that weird psychology thing where, like, if you chew gum the, while when you're, you're, reading. When you're reading it and you chew that same flavor of gum during the test... It comes back it, to It, you. like, kicks your memory into it. Yeah. So, I mean, it worked out every time. How about Friends. What was your friend life like in high school? <laughs> I mean, not to, rub it in, <laughs> not to rub it in your face, I guess, specifically, but I mean, I had a lot of friends. 
Yes. Yeah. I, I still have a lot of friends, even as an adult. But back then, I mean, I, anybody in my grade could have come up and talked to me, and I would have talked to them. I, I, know, I don't know if I would consider all of them friends. Acquaintances. You were acquaintances was, with everybody. I was certainly acquaintances with everybody in my grade, and probably most people in other grades. Yeah. It, it's just how I am as a person, though. In terms of friends, I mean, I had a whole lunch table's worth of friends that yes. I sat with every day. Yeah. And I, it's just kind of how it was for me. <laughs> I, I don't like to, you know, coin the word popular, but I was in the group of the popular people. You were a popular guy. It is what it is, yes. I'm not now, if that makes you feel better. You're still popular. I have friends. I'm not popular. Okay. <laughs> Do you say so? Salty. I'm a little salty, yeah. It is what it is. What about dating life? Well, we dated for most of my high school time. I mean, that's true. I know, like, prior to high school, I quote-unquote dated. It's not really dating in middle school. It's kind of just... How many girlfriends did you have throughout your high school career? High school? Yeah. Uh, three? Me and two other girls? Yeah. And one of them was longer. Yeah. And the other one was like... Couple weeks. A couple weeks at best, and then I met you. Yeah, and she did not know that you guys were broken up. No. <laughs> I'm not sure I, I put it the right way. No, I don't think you did, because she thought you were cheating on her with me. Yeah. And that caused a slew of issues. High school was a different time. It was. And I regret most of the things I've done in my life. <laughs> I'll say most. You regret them? I would say I regret most. Have of you met me? Listen, we'll get to your side. <laughs> And it's very, very <laughs> disheartening to think about how you experienced your life. It's so sad. But, like, <laughs> in terms of regretting how I treated people, I fully do. Yeah. Because there were definitely people that I just wasn't nice to. But I feel like that's, unfortunately, that's how a lot of people are in high school. Yeah. Like, you just don't realize how you're treating people until you are able to look on it in hindsight and be like, wow, what did I do in right. that moment? Wow. I was a dick. Yeah. Straight For up. no reason. Yeah. Yeah. Like, what crawled up my ass that day? Literally. How about, so you went to prom all four years. Yep. And you went to homecoming three years. Because you didn't, you didn't go your senior year because we skipped it. Well, yeah, it was because of us. We were together. Yeah. We skipped it on purpose, mainly because. We were going to go to prom. Well, you could still go to prom. Right. Because you graduated a year ahead of me. Right. Like we said. Right. So, so we wanted to go to prom, but I couldn't afford to buy two dresses. No. I'm not even sure. Were you allowed to go to homecoming? Yeah. Oh, yeah. I guess you're right. Yeah. I don't know how the rules work. I knew you could go to prom. I knew at the time that you weren't, like, you were basically buying things for yourself at that point because you had graduated. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, two two dresses would have been a bit too much. Yeah. Not to be mean to you, but even if you wouldn't have been able to go with me to my senior prom, I would have still gone to that senior prom. I mean, yeah. I just... But also, homecoming is kind of pointless. I mean... Here. Once you've been to so many dances like you were, yeah, I mean, yeah. was there a reason to go? No, it's going to be the same thing every time. Yeah. The same songs played every time. I danced with you and only you. I hung out with my friends after because why would I hang out with them at a dance? Yeah. And that, it, was the, it was the same thing every time. The only good part about prom was after prom. Facts. Because back when we were there, after prom had money. Yep. Like you could make money from being at after prom. Yeah. I know my freshman year, the year I didn't go with you, obviously. Obviously. My freshman year, I made probably close to $100 <laughs> just playing carnival games. Because that's all they, that was my, that was our freshman after prom. Right. It was a carnival. So they had, like, balloon popping and, like. That's what my junior prom was. Yeah, that makes yeah. sense. Because I went with a senior. No, that doesn't make sense. 
No. Those are your junior. We were together when I was a junior. Man, they really recycle the ideas, don't they? Well, it's easy. <laughs> yeah, I know I know it was a carnival. Because the other weird part was that they used the, the elementary. Oh, we didn't use the elementary. Yeah, right they used the elementary building for That's it. That's weird. They, I mean, cause they used everything. The whole slew. You know how the building's set up. Yeah. It's just one giant hallway. Right, basically. They used, they used all of it. High school, all the way down to the middle school hallway, all the way into the elementary. And then they used, like, the... That would have been a bitch to set up. Oh, it was so much work for them. 100%. <laughs> it had to have been. There's no way. But I, I would have done it. I made tons of money. Yeah. And then, I mean, we still made money in all the ones that we, you and I went to. Yeah. I made, like, 60 bucks my junior year. Yeah. I don't remember what I made my senior year, because it didn't matter at that point. No. And I then, think... who knows your senior year? <sighs> I don't even know. I, we didn't stay for long at this at your senior after prom because there wasn't a whole lot going on. No, no, we didn't. We we stayed long enough to get the shirt because we had to because that's how they here you know where we live. Podunk. They give you a shirt at after prom. Yeah. But they don't give it to you necessarily right when you walk in the door because they don't want people to like grab the shirt and ditch. Yeah, and then leave and go do you know illegal things. Illegal things as an underage high schooler. Yeah. So they. Waited until about halfway through. They tried to buy your attendance, which it worked. It did. Most people stayed. I mean, it's a good souvenir to have. On top of that, it was easy to to tell your parents that that's where you were if you came home with the shirt on. Exactly. Now, on the same note, people that didn't really care what their parents thought, they just didn't go. But that's on them. I mean, whatever. It's not my life. After prom was nice. It was. It was somewhere to be. Yeah. Prom itself was, you know, it was a reason to dress up. I liked prom. Yeah. It was a fun time. Okay, so you already talked about how your favorite subject was history, obviously. What subject did your favorite teacher teach? History? I would say history. Meh, no. I really liked my math teacher. Yeah. My senior math teacher. I mean, nothing against all the other math teachers I had. It's just that those classes were a little bit more advanced, I guess. I got put into the advanced classes starting freshman year. Right. And then junior year, I failed that one. Yeah. Because it was pre-calculus. I mean, had a breakdown. You were like, I'm not going to graduate. Absolutely. And I was like, what? Yes, you are. And you're like, I don't have enough math credits. And I was like, you had pre-algebra in seventh or eighth grade. You're fine. Yeah. I was panicking. I didn't want to take summer schools. Or algebra. You had algebra in eighth grade because we had pre-algebra in seventh grade. Yeah. Normal people took algebra in freshman year. Right. And I'd already done it. Yeah. So then because I failed that one in junior year, I ended up taking senior senior math, which is basically just i mean you needed a credit here you go here's your credit literally it was a walk in the park yeah definitely not pre-calc not for people who hadn't taken more of the advanced classes right. i guess but for me it was literally easy breezy yeah cover girl cover girl <laughs> like I, I i know that the teacher told me on his final exam i literally got every single question right yeah including the bonus questions right and that was the first time he had seen that in a hot minute i was like okay well it is what it is I would say he was definitely my favorite teacher. Not my favorite subject, no. but favorite teacher out of all the teachers I've had. Tell us about your sports career. Sports was complicated for okay. me. I mean, freshman year, I came into high school, obviously, and I was doing the three major sports, baseball, basketball, football. Mm-hmm. I would call those the three major sports. No offense to other sports. But, but in our in our school district... Yeah. Those were the three major. Those, those are the big three for, for men's sports. Mm-hmm. So I was doing all three. So I never had an off season. Sophomore year, I stuck with... Sophomore year, I stuck with all three again. But that was the last year that I had done baseball. It, it was nothing against baseball. I didn't have a good time as much. 
Some, I mean, I like I played baseball the whole year, my whole life, but I was never a big fan of batting because when I was younger, I'm not sure I've ever told you oh, a specific story, but when I was younger, um, in like little leagues, right? Okay. One of my friends, who's bless his soul, a god at all sports, he is the god of all sports, yes, especially back then. Yeah, he was pitching to me as as the little leagues. Like this was right when like you started pitching to each other. Yeah, and he whipped that ball right <laughs> in my head. And, it, I mean, it hit me, and it hurt. You make fun of me for getting hit in the head with the ball. Sure. But that's because... It's because I have no athletic ability. That's because you're getting hit by a basketball full... No, court. the baseball straight to the forehead. Oh, well, it is what it is. <laughs> I had, I'm had. i in the middle of a game. I'm not really supposed to dodge. Because that's one of the rules. You're not allowed to, you like... You just take it. it you, you have to look like you're dodging. Because mm-hmm. if you just stand there... They'll just be like, I'm oh, sorry you got hit. You have to continue batting. You didn't try to dodge. But you can't, like, be extra about it. it, it the rules of sports are crazy. I don't get anything. I know. Regardless, hit me with the ball. Okay. I didn't hurt. Yeah. So from, like, that point forward, I was always mentally scared of batting. Yeah. Which is why it was easier for me because I'm... You need a pitch, pitch runner. Yeah, because I'm very fast. Right. When I was. You're still fast. I'm quick. Yeah. But back then, I was very fast. Yeah. So it was always just easier for me to be the pinch runner, have somebody that was bigger and slower get themselves on the first, then switch me in. Yeah. And it worked every time. But I stopped doing baseball sophomore year, and then junior year, I did only basketball and football. Mm-hmm. And that one went great, because I had more time to work on football during the springtime area. Yeah. Because I wasn't doing baseball. Right. And you then, were getting scouted. Yeah. I, I did get scouted by a couple people. Obviously, I turned them down. Because of a specific someone telling me that they didn't want me to do football anymore because they were worried about my health. Couldn't imagine. Which made no sense to me. Because I got five concussions from basketball. Not a single one from football. But I had a dream that you broke your ankle during a football game. And I was like, I cannot allow this to go on any further. And then you ripped your hand open. That did happen. So, I mean, obviously football was not meant for you. Was it, though? I mean, no. I was getting scouted pretty decently. I mean, yes, Notre Dame was scouting you. However, you ripped your hand open. I did. During a football match. This is true. Without any cleats, mind you. Just football. Yeah. To explain what happened, the football itself, if you can picture the size of a football in your head, went right between my index finger and my middle finger and just split my hand wide open. For context, it was... Absolutely pouring down rain. Yep. So it was slippery. Oh, yeah. And I wasn't wearing gloves because at the time, I wasn't a big fan of how they felt on my hands when I was trying to catch the ball. Like, the gloves, the the way they're made, they're made to, like, air quotes, cheat so that you can catch the ball because the gloves are sticky. Right. And they get more sticky when they're wet. Right. So, like, it's meant to grip the ball without you really having to try. Yeah. I didn't like the way it felt because I couldn't feel the ball, so I always missed the catch. Oh. So I was just done with it. I was yeah. like, now I'm not wearing the gloves. I, I caught better without them. <laughs> not that day. And then I ripped my hand open because our quarterback threw literal missiles. Yeah. So, I mean, I didn't even notice it happened at first. I thought I just jammed my finger. Yeah. And then I just looked down and blood is pouring down my arm. And I was like, oh, yeah, boy. So then senior year, mm-hmm. I quit football. Yep. Because this was something that you had uh, more or less convinced me into doing. But, I mean, it was worth it. it. It was in the end. Senior year, I did basketball and golf, which was completely new to me. Mm-hmm. I never golfed before. I did it because my buddy 
was a, a full-time golfer, mm-hmm. and he convinced and I me. Golf. Yeah, he convinced me to go and do it, and I was like, okay, sure. And I did. I mean, I love golf now. Yeah, it's very nice. It's relaxing. Yeah, there's no pressure to it. I mean, like you, you only have to put pressure on yourself, right? Because even if you score your worst score ever, like it's still gonna be a decent score. What, like, if you factor in everybody's scores, because the number one golfer is always going to get a low enough score that your score isn't going to matter that much. Sure. Unless you're getting, like, a 90, which right. is sometimes what I got. I mean, it is what it is. <laughs> I know. But see, what you just explained, though, is, like, having all that pressure on yourself. Uh-huh. That's why I quit track in eighth grade. Yeah. And I didn't follow up into it into high school. It was because I don't like that feeling of having everything on me. Yeah. That's why I like playing all the team sports. Yes, my personal skill matters for the team, but, like, you have that teamwork quality, and it, it kind of helps you pick each other up and yeah. things go well. And I mean, that friend that I talked about before. Frosted me, Tips. No, no, not Oh, That was golfing. God friend. Yeah. Frosted Tips was not helping me in golf. <laughs> we cheated nonstop in that's golf. That's what makes dude. it fun. I know. And that's the thing is nobody cares. No. No, unless you're, like, the number one golfer. Well, unless you are a women's golfer, and then they all want to enforce all the rules on you. Sure. But that's because you're a woman. Life is hard. Yeah, well. As a male golfer, and as the worst male golfer on the team for that matter. Yeah. I, I golfed with the same person every time, and we just cheated nonstop. I probably was, I was probably scoring in like the 120s. <laughs> and I was writing down like 80. Yeah. <laughs> and like. And it, who it, cares? It didn't matter. It, my score meant nothing in yeah. the long run. But no, the, the God friend of mine, mm-hmm. we had the best teamwork compatibility ever. Yeah. Especially in basketball. I mean, I could throw a ball behind me without even looking, and it would go straight to his hand. Yeah. Every time. You guys are so insane. We are. We really are. We really are. You guys got a sixth sense for each other. We do. Yeah. We, we brothers. We brothers for life. Yeah. How about bullying? Did you experience any bullying? Were you a bully? <laughs> I certainly didn't experience bullying, at least not in my opinion. I don't think I ever got to a point where I would have been bullied. I, and personally, if I'm wrong and somebody's out Call there... out. If somebody's out there listening to this and you think that I bullied you, I would love for you to tell me the story because I don't feel like I really bullied anybody. Well, also your memory is kind of like gone, gone, one hundred percent. That's so. I mean, right as of right now, if it bothers you, let us know. You're welcome to DM me, yeah, on anything that I have out there and let me know. And I, w- I mean, I will honestly apologize. Yeah, because I do mean it. I don't feel good about whatever I would have done. Right. I just can't remember because of five concussions and... MS. MS. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. My brain's not exactly doing great. Um, how about superlatives? What were you voted as? Like, most likely to be famous. Most oh, whatever. That. That's a superlative. Oh. I didn't know what that meant. Okay. Thanks for the help there. You're welcome. Um, yeah, I don't really necessarily want to talk about what I was voted. Talk about it. It kind of hurts my soul. I'm going to tell my story. Still to this day. I'm going to tell my story. You can tell yours. <sighs> So I got voted most talkative, <laughs> which at the time, and even still now, I mean it, I'm still a little upset about it because I get, I talk a lot yeah, and I know it, especially now that I've been voted that, yeah, I've realized it. When I got voted that, it hurt my soul and it really stuck with me <laughs> and like nothing against the person that I got voted with like as well, because I was the male most talkative, the female most talkative was, you know, whatever person and... You didn't feel you were as talkative as her. I did not feel like I talked nearly as much as her. Because, like, she was she was part of whatever group. Yeah. 
and I had talked to her, and she talks a lot. She does. And I was like, I'm getting nothing put, wrong with that. No, but I mentally I was like, I'm on the same pedestal as that. <laughs> I don't think I talk that much. You do. So I immediately, I think for like the next like two weeks, I was like, I'm not talking to a soul. <laughs> you think I, was, I talk so much? I, I don't talk ever. So upset, man. I was offended. Fully offended. <laughs> but that was the only thing I got voted in terms of mine. Yeah. What was your favorite lunch? Oh, this is most important. Favorite lunch? Yeah. Let's go back. Oh, it's such a hard thing. Oh, I know mine. There were so many good lunches. So like, good, especially during our time. It was yeah. like prime lunch. Nowadays, the lunches are horrible. Yeah. But I think favorite Thanks, lunch. Thanks, Michelle. <laughs> I think favorite lunch would have probably been the potato bar. Oh, potato bar. So good. We had a baked potato bar here at our school. And it was literally just, you went through a line, they gave you a massive baked potato. Oh, yeah. And they would put whatever toppings you asked for it on it. No, I think you put your own on it. Well... At the beginning, you put your own on it, but then people were serving themselves too much. So then yeah. they made it so you could pick. So there was, like, melted cheese, which sometimes was actually, like, a pot of melted cheese, and sometimes with just those little cups. Yeah. Whatever. Both good. Broccoli, which... Gross. Hell yeah. Bacon. Love it. Anything else? I mean, I think they had sour cream. Sour cream, butter, you know, and then breadsticks came with that. Yeah. So it was, like, carb on carb, starch on starch. Literally. It was the perfect meal it for me, It was so though. good. Back then, with how, the amount of sports I was doing, yeah. I got a potato and, like, two or three breadsticks. And your protein was on there. And I was good for... I mean, I was probably the reason that they changed the rules. Probably. Because the amount of bacon that I put on mine... And no cheese. Oh, yeah. I didn't do anything else. It was literally just baked potato with butter and, like, eight scoops of bacon. Yeah. Bro. Every bite was and basically a scoop of bacon. breadsticks. Yeah. So, it was perfect for me back then. I mean, whatever. Nowadays, fat Christian, not a fan. Not a <laughs> fan. Poor times. All right. You got anything else to add about high school? I don't necessarily think so. I think we probably ought to get into how your life went. Because it is... I want to go ahead and warn everybody. Right now. <laughs> mid, Mid-conversation. Sydney's life is tragic. And, like, her high school career... I allowed myself to let it be tragic. If I would have handled it a different way, it probably wouldn't have been as traumatic to me as I allowed it to be. Sure. If that makes sense. I think I understand what you're saying. Yeah. But at the same time, it was just downright completely different. I mean, it doesn't help that I was an attention whore, so... Well, hold on, hold on. We learned about your attention whore in the last podcast. I mean, listen... We don't need to talk about that. I needed the attention, so I allowed what happened to me in high school... To kind of be my personality. Yeah. Which got me more attention. So in the long run, I hated it, but I loved it. Sure. Let's start with my freshman year. (laughs) So coming into freshman year, I was one of those kids that you didn't talk to. It was me and my three friends at the lunch table. Big loser. Um, Which is fine. But I dressed like I had, I wore jeans with like a plaid skirt over them. And then, like, a tank top over my shirt, like a long sleeve shirt. And then a fuzzy jacket over it. Like, I can't even express to you <laughs> how gross my style was. My style was so bad. Yeah, that sounds bad. And so people looked at me and were like, this girl is a loser. And, okay, so I did not wash my hair very regularly, right? So my hair was grease central. And to combat this i would just wear it in a ponytail every day however when i would put it in a ponytail i had all these hairs like at the back of my head that just weren't long enough 
like they didn't reach into the high ponytail. Because the only way I can do a ponytail is if I flip my head over and, like, put it in a high ponytail. Yep. And I would just, like, I would slick that hair back. Like, I would brush it until there were no bumps. Like, bumps freaked me out. I'm getting over it slowly. Like, still to this day. So I would, like, comb all of the hair on the back of my head up to the ponytail as, like, tight as possible and then just load it, load it with barrettes. One day, <laughs> I was sitting in study hall and one of the guys that bullied me, he would, he sat there and he counted the barrettes in my hair and I had 32. Oh my God. In the back of my head. Like, it was a possible. metal plate. It's not Well, possible. some of them were, like, tiny, tiny little barrettes okay. and some are bigger. So, like, there was a lot of barrettes in there. And it was like a metal, like a metal shield on the back of my head. And he's like, do you own a shower? And I was like, yeah, I own a shower. And he goes, well, maybe you should try using it sometime. And I was like, I shower. I just don't wash my hair that regularly. And he's like, so that's why you stink. And I was like, I don't stink. And he's like, well, there's so many barrettes in the back of your head. And like, he just kept going on and on about it. And I was so insecure about it already. So then he's like really picking at it. And I was like genuinely upset by this. So whatever. Um, eventually I did start, you know, taking care of my hair. Um, you were not taking care of it. You just weren't taking care of it. I didn't know how it. to style it. I, I didn't know what to do with it. You barely know how to style it now. I know. You're I'm learning. learning. Yeah. I'm healing my inner child. For sure. For sure. So sophomore year, not much better. Um, I had, <laughs> I've gone through a lot of friends. Um, freshman year, I had one, one really, really good best friend, one, you know, best friend, and then, like, a few other closer friends. Sure. Sophomore year, I was no longer friends with my, you know, best friend. I was still friends with, like, my best best friend. But we, like, we had our, like, I don't know. We kind of, like, came, went back and forth with each other. Yeah. Forever. And then I was a lot closer to, you know, one of my good friends who's still my best friend to this day. Sure. So we were getting closer. However, <laughs> I, as we discussed in the last episode, I kind of portrayed myself badly online and people had noticed that and so then it didn't help with the bullying let me let me kind of backtrack for a second so my freshman year i was being bullied really heavily one of my biggest fears is whispering which is completely tied to my sexual trauma i'm again trigger warning but whispering is attached to that because while the trauma was occurring the man who did it was whispering the whole time so when people whisper, I hear his voice instead of their voice. So obviously people didn't know the, the full extent of why it bothered me. But when they found out that whispering was one of my like biggest triggers, that was hilarious because we were high schoolers. And so they would really, really pester me. Like in geometry class, they would sit behind me, two guys. They would sit behind me and just whisper and whisper and whisper. And, of course, it doesn't help when it's a woman whispering. But when it's, like, men whispering, it's really, really bad. So they would sit there and just whisper the whole time. And it got to the point where I started crying because I'm being transported back to this moment in my life as a child that I was severely traumatized. Yeah. And so I raise my hand and I'm crying. And I look at the teacher and I'm like, I need to, like, leave or something. I don't remember exactly what I said. And he said, he asked me what was going on. And I said, they're whispering, and they know that it bothers me, and they're doing it on purpose. And he said, grow up. <laughs> and I said, why are you telling me to grow up when they're the ones that are bullying me? And he said, because nobody's actually afraid of whispering. You're just doing this for attention. And I'm like, 
okay, but I'm not. <laughs> like, I'm genuinely scared for my life right now. Like, I wanted to die in that moment, and if I would have had the option to, I would have done it. Yeah. Like, it was that bad. And he basically told me that if I couldn't get over it, that I could go down to the principal's office and sit down there because he's not going to deal with a baby in his class. So then, sophomore year, I'm in drawing class, and I, like, one of the assignments was draw your biggest fear. And I was, like, whispering, I can draw this. So I drew I drew a decent drawing, and the teacher said, it looks good, like, it's a good drawing, but I asked you to draw your biggest fear, and you didn't do that. And I said, that is my biggest fear. And she said, nobody's afraid of whispering. You're just a baby. And I'm like, I'm not. Like, if you actually let me explain why, like, I can explain to you. And she told me, no, I don't want to hear it. I'm giving you an F because you didn't draw your biggest fear. So I reported it to the principal. And the principal said, well, you know, the teachers aren't doing it out of, like, you know, malintent. And I was like, no, they're, they're purposely being mean to me. And he said, I'll ask them to apologize to you, but if they don't feel that they need to, then they're not going to. And then they never did. And I did not get that closure. Which is absolutely crap. Yeah. Because I know who the geometry teacher was. Yep. And I had something happen with him where I had done something to him. And I had to write a full-blown apology Mm -hmm. to him in, like, full letter form and apologize to his face. Yeah. I was forced to. Yep. There was no ifs, ands, or buts about it. Yeah, and he was never held accountable for what he did to me. No. Why would he? Because he's an adult. So, basically, after all this bullying had occurred, and I'm not even going to go into detail with the other stuff because it's not that important. Um, it, it came to a point where I would I couldn't take it anymore. I didn't know what my options were. So, um, there was a trend going on that I think I talked about last time where, you know, you posted a confession video. And it was real big during the Amanda Todd thing, if you remember her. Um, she had, you don't remember her? No. Okay, I was on the wrong side of the internet. Yeah. Um, I don't even know what that if is. If you do know who Amanda Todd was, it was a big thing going on. And I was like, I'll post my confession video and hopefully it'll get people to understand what's going on and get it to stop. So I posted it and I, in the video, explained that I was sexually assaulted and how I was sexually assaulted. This is why whispering bothers me. This is why the bullying has to stop. Like, think before you speak. All that. And then I went to school the next day and my bully comes up to me and he's like, I'm so sorry. And I was like, it's fine. And he's like, no, I I didn't realize what was going on when I did that to you. And if I would have known, I never would have done it. I'm like, I don't care. And he's like, I want you to understand how sorry I am. And for the rest of my high school career, he was a great above me. Like the rest of the time that we were in school together, he went out of his way to be nice to me. So it worked. Yeah. It, it did what I needed it to do. Then I kind of became the asshole <laughs> because I was so upset about everything. I had all this unpacked trauma from my childhood. I had daddy issues, just everything in my head, horrible all the time. So I started being mean to others, like horrible, horrible, horrible person to others. I went out of my way to make sure people thought I was scary. That way they wouldn't bother me, which helped. But also, you know, I'm sure that I ruined a lot of people's days. And I might have made people's high school careers hell like others did to me, probably. I don't know. I don't know. I mean, I met you sophomore year. Yeah. But, like... And I I was a junior. Yeah. I didn't pick up on any of that, I guess. I don't know if you had changed your ways I think by that that point, I was starting to, like, kind of get over it. Um, I was self-harming heavily. Yeah. I was using that to cope, but I 
unfortunately, that helped me. I would not recommend it, obviously, because it's not a healthy way of coping, but that's what I was using to cope, and it helped at the time. Sure. Um, we are not in any way, shape, or form endorsing self-harm. Self-harm. Do not do it. So, homecoming, um, freshman year, I looked hideous. <laughs> Sophomore year, I looked all right. The makeup was a little too much for my poor little baby face. But then junior and senior year, I had kind of grown into, like, how I wanted to go. Yeah. And that looked fine. Um, prom, we went together. I loved all the dresses that I wore. I mean, nothing nothing crazy. You kind of touched on all that earlier. Yeah. Well, I mean, the thing is, when we, half of our high school time was together. Yeah. A, a few of the stories are going to kind of collapse together. My two favorite teachers, I'll touch on the, this subject. So, my favorite subject was math. I loved math. I'm great at math. Pre-calc. If I would have actually applied myself, it would have been fine. Sure. But I just didn't do it, and so that's why I struggled with it. But my favorite teachers were the two science teachers that I had. Okay. That makes sense. Not including the one who's obviously not a good science teacher. Right. But the female science teacher and then the male science teacher that we both had. Right. Well, I had the female science teacher. No, I I know. I mean, you. I know you had the, both the male science teachers that I had, but I mean... You know who I'm talking about. I know who you're talking about. Yeah. But you said the male science teacher that we both had. I would say that I also had the female science teacher because I, I did. I wasn't. I guess. Okay. Anyway, those two are my favorite teachers. I feel like I learned the most from both of them. The male science teacher taught me a lot about life mm-hmm. as well as science because he made class so entertaining and so interesting. I don't know if that's how everybody felt because I've heard kind of mixed reviews on it, but I truly felt engaged every second of every class I had with him right. because he's just such an interesting person. He's lived such an interesting life yeah. that you just want to learn from him. I agree. And then the female science teacher, I know that a lot of people don't like her teaching methods mm-hmm. because she makes sure that you get the information in your head. You have to apply yourself to pass the class. This is very accurate. Yes. Which I love doing. Uh-huh. So I thrived in her class. Right. And her quizzes, Quiz Friday or whatever, love that. It was my goal in school to be the first person done with every single test. So I would fly through her test. I had to be the first one to get that on the counter. I was like, I'm turning that quiz in now. So I thrived in her class. I loved her class. I I wish she could teach me every day for the rest of my life. Truly. Truly. I loved her class. I I like her as a person. Yeah. Very sweet. Love her to death. Mm Mm-hmm. In terms of the class itself, I did horribly. But I, I had her for two different classes. I loved her for chemistry. Okay. And biochem was very interesting to me. And I find myself several, several times a week thinking, oh, I wish I could ask her that at, because we did this thing called Any Question Friday where you could ask any question and she would answer it to the best of her ability. And I find myself so regularly, so regularly thinking I wish I could ask her that. Like, I bet she would find me an answer that I can't find. She really was a positive impression on my life. Which is good. Especially, like, the time that I had the severe panic attack in class. And in my head, I was thinking, oh, she's she's not going to let me leave the class. She's just going to, like, make me sit here. I don't know why I thought that. But, like, <laughs> when you're in that moment, when you're in the moment and you're panicking, yeah. like, you just think the worst. You can't help it. Sure. But it also couldn't have been reflective of the fact that, Oh, the girl turned in her test? No, I was meaning, like, the fact that not once but twice did you have two teachers. Oh, yeah. Like, look at you and go, sorry, not sorry. Like, 
Yeah, why, why would you think the teacher would be nice? Right. But, you know, I had a panic attack, and she's like, you can go to the bathroom and wipe your face with cold water. You go take care of yourself. And then she sent my best friend after me to make sure that I had somebody to escort me to and from, make sure I was safe, mm-hmm. make sure that I was able to come down from the panic attack and then get back to class. Yeah. So that, I feel like, was going above and beyond for a student. That's fair. Right. So I almost failed her class. And the main reason was because I made a very stupid decision because they have, she does labs. Yes. And you know this. Yeah. And the labs are worth a very. A good chunk of your Large grade. amount of your grade. Because it should be. Because it should be. And the thing with the labs is that they were group projects. Yep. The problem I had with my class is that we were oddly numbered to the point where one group was going to have to have five people. And that would have been me. Five. Yeah. So there was four people per group. What? Or no, it was three people per group. Two. No. My class had two people per group. I think we had... And then one group of three. We had... Oh, it would have been two and three. Yeah. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. Well, regardless, it was duos, and then I would have been in a group of three. Yeah. Is what should have happened. But because I liked to be cocky, because I was smarter back then... Yeah. Uh, she said something about joining a, you know two-person group already and having a trio, I was like, no, 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 no. I could do it all myself. Oh, yeah, you can. And she was like, I don't think you should do that. The lives are very hard and they're yep. worth a lot. And yep. I was like, nah, I got it. I can do it all by myself. No then problem. That's your fault. You can't um, dislike her class because you I didn't dislike her class. I didn't dislike her coma girl nonsense. Uh, that's the only thing I didn't dislike. Yeah, but if you would have done the work, it wouldn't have been an issue. Maybe. I don't know. Who knows? Regardless, the lab part, I really did screw myself on. Yeah. I will say, I think I broke her heart a little at one point. You could not have broken her heart more than you know who no, broke I, her heart. I, I know. That's a whole other problem. <laughs> I, I know that I made her quite sad because she was asking all of us in our class, like, what we were planning to do out of high school. You said nothing. And I said nothing. And she was like, no plans. No nothing. I was like, I'm not going to lie to you. I don't have any thought process of being older than like 18 it's just not something my brain can comprehend same and she did not like that answer not even a smidgen. i just lied i was like oh i got this i got this i got this i got all these plans but really i was like i'm gonna kill myself after high school <laughs> see i didn't plan on doing that i just didn't have a plan yeah i i mean i was kind of just letting things go as they did yeah and it worked clearly here we are yeah Married, two kids, living the life. I'm alive. You are alive, indeed. <laughs> I'm driving. She's not alive. I'm medicated. She's not alive at all. I've been cheating her <laughs> this voice. This is AI. Yeah, AI voice with her stuff in the background. So, anyway, sports. Yeah. Let's go to sports now. For so, you. I didn't do sports until my junior year. So, I also did post secondary school. You did nothing? Nothing. All the way to junior year? All the way to junior year. What did you do? Uh, class. That, no, obviously. I I would go home and make up math questions for fun so I could solve them. God, you were a loser. Oh, my God. I spent my summers making up math questions because I needed math to do. Jeez. Yeah. I'd be like, oh, my gosh, look at this math question I came up with grandma. And my grandma would be like, wow, that's so nice, Shay. How did we get to that? <laughs> anyway. makes sense. So I did post-secondary school my junior year, which is going to college part-time or full-time. And also going to high school, you know, if your schedule allows. If you were taking the, the right classes at college, you wouldn't need to do school or high school at all. But I was doing it part-time, basically. So I was taking classes in the morning at college on Mondays and Wednesdays. And then Tuesday, Thursday, Friday, I just didn't have school. 
in the mornings, and I would just go in the afternoons for high school in general. Yep. Monday through Friday, which is how we met. Yep. So, I also did some, I did golf that year. So, I started golf my junior year because my best friend at the time was, like, a huge golfer. Like, her goal was to go to college for, like, and have golf be her sport. Yeah. And I was like, that sounds fun. Let's try golf. And I really love, I love golf. It's sure. so, like I said, it's relaxing. It's fun. You get to hang out with your friends. It's a great sport. It was hell on earth because we created a girls golf team. At the time that I joined golf, there was no girls golf team. It was co-ed basically because it was boys and then my best friend. Yeah. And she was like, I'm tired of being on the boys team. We need a girls team. So, you know, our group of friends created the girls golf team. We had to go to the school board. We went into the meeting. We explained why we needed a girls golf team. You know, it just wasn't fair to us because statistically and physically, women just can't hit the same as men most of the time. Yeah. Even if you guys do get to start from farther up. Right. So you're not going to make it. So it was just, it just made more sense for us to have a girls golf team because so many other schools in the area had girls golf teams. So we created it and it was great until it wasn't because it was just, (laughs) it was a group of girls. And we were all catty bitches. Sure. And so we were at each other's throats a lot of the time, especially with, you know, our mental illnesses. So cute. And so at one point, it got to the point where Coach sat us all down at the driving range on the rocks and was like, you girls are going to sit here and settle your differences because I'm not doing it anymore. I can't be around it. It's driving me nuts. You're all being mean. And we were like, I'm not being mean. She's being mean. And he goes, I don't care who's being mean. Solve it. So then we had to sit there and talk it out. It was horrible. (laughs) But then, you know, whatever. We made it through golf season. It was great. And then senior year, I got into all my car accidents. This is true. And I made the decision to no longer do post-secondary school because I just couldn't focus on it. And no longer do golf because I couldn't drive. So golf was basically impossible. So that earned me the superlative best driver so I did not end up in the yearbook as best driver because so I got in an accident in July before my senior year and because there was a semi turning onto my road and I couldn't go anywhere because there were you know cars and so I put it in reverse and when I put it in reverse I looked in the rearview mirror I didn't see a car as I'm backing up to let this semi in a car comes up behind me and rear ends me But because I was in reverse, it was my fault because it was improper backing. So I had to go to court and they were like, okay, we're going to put you in like this teen safe driving class. And as long as you finish that class and you're accident free for a certain amount of time, you get to keep your license. So then about a month later, (laughs) I was leaving school and I went to go across this intersection, which is the same intersection where I got in the accident the first time. It was just on the opposite side. And it's a bad intersection. Yeah. About a block down, there's a red light and it was red. So I look left and there's no cars coming. I look right towards the red light. No cars coming because it's red. And so I start going and I guess in that time it had turned green and the motorcycle that was at the red light had gunned it and T-boned me. And, but it was, I wasn't far enough forward, like far enough in the intersection for it to be considered T-boning. Because he hit just in front of my the, the front of my passenger door. So he ended up flying up onto my roof, or onto the hood of my car. Not the roof, the hood. 
and then his foot was caught in the motorcycle, so it ripped him back down onto the street. Everybody saw this accident because we were leaving school. It was the end of the school day. Everybody's driving home. Everybody sees me standing there bawling my eyes out because I'm in another accident, and this man almost died. I mean, he lost his spleen. He's on medication for the rest of his life. We had to settle with the insurance company. It was a whole to-do. So then I go back to court. And they're like, Sydney, and I'm bawling in the courtroom because I'm like, I truly am not doing this because I'm a reckless driver. I swear to you that he, like, gunned it. He was going over the speed limit, and they couldn't prove that he wasn't, so they let me keep my license, but I had to be super careful, otherwise I was not getting my license back. So, because of this beautiful accident with the motorcyclist, the class voted me best driver. Which, here in our place, and probably most places... Best driver is always the worst is, driver. Is always the worst drivers in the in your grade. Yes. I mean that's what happened to mine too. Yeah. So I pulled the yearbook teacher aside, bawling, and I was like, I cannot allow you to put me in there as best driver because they're doing it because they're making fun of me. And I'm not gonna allow it. I will straight up kill myself if you put that in there. And she she was like, Oh my god, I'm so sorry, I'm so sorry. And so they cut my name off and put somebody else in and I got my way. So you were a whiny baby. I was a whiny baby, but hey, it, it worked. I mean, I guess. So I ended up not getting anything in the superlatives. Right. But in reality, you got best driver. Yeah, I sure did. You're just a whiny baby. I was voted best driver, yeah. Right, right. So I want to talk about my favorite lunch because I had some favorite lunches. First and foremost, Idaho nachos. Idaho nachos? Idaho nachos, man. Those were my favorite. Idaho nachos, for anybody that doesn't know, they were <sighs> potato wedges with like the school mystery meat. I mean, it was supposed to be like, what, chili? I think it was supposed to be like chili, maybe just Like a chili beef. taco meat type know. thing. I don't know. It um, wasn't good. It, that on top of the potato wedges and then cheese sauce. It was so good. Horrible. I could eat that every day of my life, dude. It was so good. It was such a bad meal. Other favorite meal was the salad bar, which I helped pioneer that. Mm-hmm. I will take credit. I wasn't like the only person, but the dietary manager had come around to us in, I think, freshman year. And was like, wouldn't you guys like a fresh option on like Wednesdays or something? And she, we were all like, oh my gosh, salad bar would be so good. And she's like, what toppings do you want? And I was like, this, 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 this. I listed all my favorite toppings. And then boom, all my favorite toppings were on the salad bar. And it was, you got salad bar and a breadstick. And it was incredible. And apparently they've gotten rid of it. So shout out to schools for taking away healthy lunch items. Okay, now, hold on. Let's not be to school. It's I'm not sure. their fault. It's probably COVID. It's probably COVID that made the salad bar go away. Yeah. I will say, they also had issues with the salad bar, probably because of me. Because you were an idiot with the breadsticks. <sighs> I was. So what happened is that I found out, because I don't really do salad. i got nothing against salad overall. Yeah. I just don't like the dressing. And here in Podunk, we had nothing but like ranch and what's the other? Vinaigrette. They were like French, like were, the classics. They were the basic dressings you could get at any fast food restaurant. And I don't like any of those. I'm really, really picky and specifically only you like... You were more so than you, than you are now. Oh, back then it was horrible. Yeah. Nowadays, I'll eat a salad. It just has to have like an Asian type of dressing on it. Yeah. But so back then, what I discovered is that you could buy the breadsticks by themselves. Yeah. And, so he would get, like, ten. Okay, it started out way different than that. What? It started out with me just being like, can I get, like, two breadsticks? And then I found out they were 50 cents each. And I was like, oh, my God, 50 cents for a breadstick? So then I went through and I asked, and I was like, how many can I buy? And she was like, as many as you want. And I was like, oh, boy. 
And the poor other kids that couldn't get them because they had lunch after you. Oh, yeah. They, they definitely ran out of breadsticks a couple times. Cause yes. Because I'd go through and I'd get like 10 or 15 breadsticks. But, you know, it is what it is. It's not like I was doing it to be me. I just didn't have anything to eat that And day. they were good. They were really, really they good. They were delicious. So good. So garlic buttery. So good. Oh, my and gosh. And salty. So well, they were like garlic salt so on top. So good. You know, hold on. Can I bring back my favorite lunch? Sure. I want to go back and change it. Nix it. Nix it completely. My favorite lunch was the Big Daddy pepperoni pizza. Oh, yeah. The pepperoni pizza was perfect. It was so good. On top of that, honestly, my favorite part about it. Melt in your mouth. No. What? What? It melted in your mouth. It was good pizza. That's not my favorite part about it. Okay. favorite part about the lunch was the fact that it came with celery and peanut butter. Ew. Now, here's the thing about the we celery. We're not going into the peanut butter peanut story. Butter. We're not going into the peanut butter story. I won't allow it. I suppose. He's nasty. I'm not nasty. Anyway. Peanut butter's delicious. So, let's talk dating, because I skipped over that. I was going to ask. Let's go back to that. Yeah. So, I dated two people. I have dated two people my entire life. You yeah. I dated... This beautiful man here, Christian. Shout out. And I dated a guy named Jacob, and that lasted for about two weeks, and then I called it quits. Yeah, she shallow. No, listen. Okay. Oh. Listen, I will tell a story. <laughs> so, okay. I talked to a lot of guys. I talked to a lot of guys. <laughs> so, Shout anyway. out to the last episode. We learned that. Yeah. So, anyway. Um, so, Jacob had braces, and it was my goal to date a man with braces. I thought braces were so cute. So I was like, I'm going to date this man if it kills me. And so I started dating him, and I realized that our personalities were completely incompatible. Mm -hmm. And I was like, oh, this is not working. And he just, no offense to him, because this is just how he was. But for me, he came on way too strong, and I wasn't ready for that. It was my first ever boyfriend, and I was like, the way that you're talking to me is just not something that I want. Like, I want to control that part yeah. and that like he just was too strong sexually yeah. and I, I just wasn't ready for that. I was like a sophomore. Which makes sense. Right. So then we were talking about piercings because at the time I had my belly button pierced. I got that done when I was 12 turning 13 and so I was like 15. I just turned 15 when I started dating him. So I was talking to him about piercings and how I wanted more and I you know I didn't get one for my birthday but I was hoping maybe my mom would give me another one soon. And he's like, you're not allowed to have any more piercings because I think piercings are trashy. Like, you're allowed to have belly button a belly button ring because it's hot. But, like, anything else is disgusting. <laughs> and I was like, I don't like that. So I went to my mom, and I was like, he thinks that other piercings are trashy. And she's like, let's go get a piercing. So then we ran to the freaking piercing or, you know, tattoo shop. And I was like, can I get my septum pierced? And my mom was like, hell no. Pick something else. <laughs> and I was like, fine, let me get a uh, Monroe piercing, which is a piercing just above your upper lip that's supposed to look like Marilyn Monroe's mole. And so I got that done. And I texted him. And I was like, hey, just left the tattoo shop, got a Monroe piercing. And he Googled it. And he's like, I can't believe you. I told you no more piercings. And I'm thinking, I'm 15 years old. Who are you to be telling me what I can and cannot do with my body? Absolutely. I, don't, I barely know you. I've known you for two weeks. Mm -hmm. So I was like... All right, well, then we can't be together because if you want to tell me what to do with my body, then you're not my boyfriend anymore. And he's like, great, because I don't want to date a girl that's so trashy that she has a lip piercing. And I was like, perfect, because you're a bad kisser. And that's where it ended. So whatever. So then I talked to another guy for a while. And then Christian started talking to me. 
and I dropped that guy and went right to Christian, and the rest is history. So dropped that guy off a cliff. I literally just stopped texting him entirely. Yeah. And here we are. It worked out. I mean, it did. Yeah. It's not nice as it is. No, I mean, shitty, shitty way to go about it. Could have done a better job. But it is what it is. I mean, here we are. We're, We're having a great time. <laughs> yeah, we are. <laughs> I know. I mean, here's the thing about the past boyfriend, though, right? Yeah. Obviously, things weren't going well. It was only a couple weeks. Yeah. That you were into it. But, like, at the same time, I feel like if you and I, when we started dating, right? Well, hold on. My sister ruined my first kiss. Can I put that out there? Okay. So... We're on our way to the movies. We our first my first date with anybody ever was to see the new Footloose, like the remake with Julianne Huff and whoever else. So obviously my mom was gonna chaperone because I was fifteen. How else was I gonna get there? So she drove us all there and my sister went and so we were in the truck and my mom is in the front seat, and my sister's in the front seat, and it was an extended cab, so me and Jacob are in the back seat, right? Yep. So we're like sitting all close to each other because it's like a new relationship. We're having fun. Like we're all like like puppy love or whatever. Sure. And my sister turns around and she goes, are you going to kiss or not? And my mom's like, are you serious right now? Like they've been in the car for like 20 minutes. Yeah. And I was like, oh my gosh, I wasn't like ready for this. And he's like, are you going to kiss me or not? And I was like, I guess. And so like, it was like a real quick peck. And I was like, that was my first kiss ever. And I could die right now because it was horrible. It felt rushed. I wasn't ready for it. Mm-hmm. So then when We left the movies and, like, my mom dropped him off at home. I walked him to the door and he's like, are you going to kiss me again? And I freaking tripped on the front porch, like, walking up. And then I see his parents, who are, like, good Christians. And I was like, oh, my God, they're going to think I'm a whore because I'm kissing their son on the front step. And so I gave him, like, a real quick peck real quick. And then I, like, ran back to the truck. I was mortified. The whole experience was horrible. It sounds bad. It was bad. It sounds bad. Thanks a lot, sister. I mean, it is what it is. Yeah. Our first kiss was exactly great. No, I made you kiss me. Yes. I made you ask me out to be your girlfriend. This is true. A lot of our relationship you'll come to find through listening to this is Sydney's decisions and then me going along with them. Yeah, which is fine. Which is probably why the relationship is going the way it is. Because I got that control. Yeah. That I needed. Because she asked for before. Yeah. Or that she mentioned, I guess. Yeah. It is what it is. I'm, and I always have been a, a doormat. It's just the easiest way to live life. It really is. But, I mean, overall, I guess, high school, completely different for you. Than me. Absolutely. And I, mean, I didn't even touch on quite a bit of it because it started to get a little lengthy. But we're like, into it. Yeah. Let me tell you. Rough. I think the only thing that we didn't mention is probably my favorite aspect of when we started dating was the fact that Sydney lost her name in high school yep, once I we started dating. Which became his girlfriend. It doesn't sound nice, and it's not. It really isn't. But, like, for somebody like Sydney, who's a big attention whore, as she says, she certainly got it. I did. That. It just was different than I wanted. It, was, it wasn't the way that you were expecting, I think. No. Because you went from being very low in the popularity scale to dating, like, you know, a starting football player, popularity scale person. Yeah. So you went from Sydney to Birch's girlfriend. Yeah, it was rough. I mean, there it was probably, like, a couple months where nobody called you Sydney. Yeah, I... There was quite a few people that didn't even know my first name. Oh, absolutely. Like, I mean, I knew my, I know my, like, at, like my really close friends. Yeah. All the people that were in my tight group. They didn't like me. They, they didn't dislike you. They didn't like me. I think they only disliked you, if anything. Because I was a bitch. Because, well, 
because a I was spending a lot of time with you, so yeah. I stopped spending time with them. Yeah, which that makes people upset anyway. I mean, that's what happens in high school relationships. For too. sure. And I will say, not to deny you, you were a bitch. I was horrible. You were not nice back then, especially to like people that I didn't know. For sure. Which were, I mean, ninety five percent of my friend group. Yeah. I think you only knew one person from my friend group. Two. Two. I yeah. guess. But, I mean, in the end, the people that you didn't know, you know now. Yeah. And everybody, yeah, everybody's really nice now. Yeah. And everybody. I'm pretty sure they still hate me, but that's fine. They don't. Everybody hates me, it's fine. She's got this weird thing in her head where everybody in the world hates her for literally no reason. It's the trauma. It is the trauma. But that's a different episode. (laughs) So if you like this episode and you want to listen to more episodes, we're going to keep posting every week. I don't know what we got going on next week. At this point, it could be anything. Yeah. We didn't really necessarily lead into anything with this, except for trauma. <laughs> I'm not talking about but trauma. We probably we gotta, gotta, we're going to wait on that one. We've had two kind of dark episodes back to back. heavy episodes. I think next week, maybe we'll do something fun. Let's do something light and airy. We could rank something. Yeah, we can rank something next week. So, like I said in the last couple episodes, I'm trying to hit a 1,000 followers on TikTok. I'm... Getting pretty close. I'm a little over 600 right now, last I checked. I haven't checked in a while. So if you want to follow me on there, it's not Sydney LOL. That's N O T S Y D N E Y L O L. Again, not Sydney LOL on TikTok and Twitter. And my Instagram is linked on my TikTok. And yeah. I don't have anything else to really say. I, well, I will say, like I said before, if you guys have any stories of me being downright horrible to you in high school, absolutely let me know. And if you have any stories about me being horrible to you in high school, I know. Yeah. I'm she, sorry. She remembers. and She does feel bad, kind of. No, I feel bad. <laughs> I feel real bad. <laughs> like, yeah, I can't even express it. Yeah. I, I do feel bad. I, and I feel bad for not being able to remember. Yeah. I just, it's just not, not going to happen. I've got too much brain trauma. It is what it is, but. Yeah. Well, we hope to... You know, talk to you guys in the next one. Absolutely. And bye.